I don't really go into the the hoppy really hoppy IPAs no. anymore. I just decided I tried them enough and thought, why do I keep yep. drinking these? Because I don't like them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, anyway. All right. We're recording. We'll release that oh, as a geez. midweek uh, fun <laughs> beer episode. <No. laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Sound Logic Podcast. And today we are re-ranking the last ten albums, albums ninety-one to one hundred on Rolling Stone Magazine's top five hundred list. Ben, we did it. A hundred albums on this list. Hundred albums. Sometimes Whew. we refer to wow. these blocks of ten as a decade. Yeah, Maybe we've we've completed Our first a century. Century. <laughs> hey, perfect. I love it. Yeah, this is, uh, for those who may have just found this podcast in the last few episodes, um, all you Swifties who are now along for the ride. Yay! Uh, we, welcome. <laughs> welcome. We, every every 10 episodes, we like to take a look back, retrospective look back, and, and figure out if we were doing the ranking, how would we order these this block of 10? And then at the end of the episode, decide if any of these 10 are worthy of being included in our ongoing all-time top 10 list made up of albums from this list so the um, albums i'm excited to do that again did. tonight yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 so um yeah it's fun because i think we go through and we're reviewing and reviewing and we're recording and editing well ben you're editing ben's been doing all the editing for us lately which of course i really appreciate and um he does a wonderful job and then all of a sudden we finish 10. Oh, we get to do this fun bit that we do every <laughs> every 10 albums. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's fun to come back to it. So here's the way this works. We're going to we're start from the the 10 or the, the lowest ranked, I guess. Yeah. Um, we'll tell you what Rolling Stone had there and then the rank that we put them in. So we've got a shared doc that we, we block out. So let me unblock this so that we don't know ahead of time what the other host has picked and now we unblock that and there we can see everything unblock complete oh All right. we've got some some diversity here uh diversity but we started aside from same. one <laughs> <laughs> looks like everything else is a little bit different so um Mixed yeah this will be okay. this will be good cool yeah there's a few things about your ranking here that don't surprise me at all. So we'll, uh, we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, this is good. This is good. Okay. Um, the 10th spot, the number 100 album on Rolling Stones list was Music from Big Pink by the band. And um, Ben, why don't you go first? We we picked the same album here. Okay. The Spoilers. Only, only one of these 10 that we The only one that we, we shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it, Ben? Tell us. This is Funhouse by the Stooges. Uh, Stooges before Iggy and the Stooges, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a, a pre-punk album that right. uh, is messy, and intentionally so, I think. But I'm guessing we both found that messiness to be a bit fatiguing at times. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's and it, Sometimes it's did I like it or not. Sometimes it's do I think it was good or not. And sometimes yeah. it's uh, will I listen to it again. And I yep. think it was more so. I, I'm not going to listen to this again. It really didn't grab me. Um, 
I, I thought it was okay, and for what it was in the era it came out, it was, of course, revolutionary. But just not for me. I'm not going to revisit that. Yeah. Time soon. Um, let's go to the next one. Not obviously not a whole lot to say about Funhouse, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll move uh, on to um, the, the, the number nine spot for Rolling Stone was Red by Taylor Swift. Uh, ben, I'd like you to go next here. What have you got at your nine spot? This is where I put uh, Metallica's Master of Puppets. Um, I think what you just said about Funhouse uh, adequately describes how I feel about Master of Puppets. Not that it's not. I can see why people think it's great. It's just not an album I'm going to return to. I don't really enjoy the genre. Um, and as much as I appreciated our conversation with Peter, I felt empowered in that conversation to to claim when I don't actually like okay. something and to say, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and, you know uh, what? Uh, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think Peter would like that. I think he would. I think he'd appreciate <laughs> he'd be, it. I hope he'd as be on board. As, as sad as he yeah, is. Yeah, he'd, I, he'd be I, mad <laughs> that you, you didn't put it higher. He might be <laughs> mad at me too. We'll see. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll reflect on that a little later. On, on I, I resonate with some of those comments. Uh, yeah. I haven't put Master Puppets here. This is where I put Super Dupa Fly by mm. Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Oh, man, I, I think she's so great. Um, yeah. And it makes me sad to put it down here. I think she's a just an incredible artist, a trendsetter for hip-hop. So and, yeah. and 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 women in hip-hop, like one of the, the early uh, 90s uh, female hip-hop artists. Um, yeah. So she's awesome. I, this is just not really my thing. Um, it, it, it's really cool, and it's got some nostalgia in the sounds, but not... Eh. Just, again, just not. Uh, there's other songs by her that I think I like more from other albums, and I'm I'm interested in looking into those albums. Um, it was a cool, again, it was a cool vibe, but um, probably won't listen to it too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, sorry. Anything yeah. else? Well, well, let's let's pause for just a second. Let's go to the next one because you get to talk about that because sure. <laughs> uh, uh, Rolling Stone had Car Wheels on a Gravel Road by Lucinda Williams uh, but this is where you had Super Duper Fly so let us know how you feel about that one yeah say I echo a lot of what you said I feel uncool for putting it here because this album is so cool uh, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't feel yeah. I'm a bit ashamed that I have this ranked so low because it, it really is a cool album and uh, she's got so much so much attitude that I really enjoy and, re- and respect, um, but I won't be returning, I don't think, anytime soon to this album in particular. And while I like it more than Funhouse and Master of Puppets, um, it just wound up here based on what came after it. Yeah, th- I think that's fair. I like that. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, continuing on that vein, in this eight spot is where I put "Take Care" by Drake. Now, hmm. again, and we talked about this while we reviewed it. The hits and some of the catchy songs, like I think, are just awesome, and I love them. And then there's a lot of the album that I do not remember at all. <laughs> and so I think that the songs I really liked on this one, I liked more than the songs I liked on Super Duper Fly, and I might yeah. it's a little more current, and I might listen to yes. it a little more, but still, there was a lot that I was just like, eh, I just don't remember it. Um, mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, and, you know what, we say that we're not hip-hop fans, um, 
and and we didn't grow up listening to that. That being said, I, I love I like hip hop a lot. There's a lot of stuff we listen to that I really enjoy. Uh, there are some hip hop albums that we've listened to that I've ranked very high in our ten. I think mm-hmm. not all of them, but some of them. And hip hop and R and B, these ones just didn't do it for me. So I don't want to think like, oh, you guys are just you're just right. gonna rank the, the genres you like at the top. No, I mean we grew up with pop and post punk and pre punk. punk and <laughs> all that stuff yep uh, so you know it's but we didn't really like fun so anyways yeah. that's where i got take care um and we'll do the same thing we did last time <laughs> number seven is uh 97 master puppets by metallica uh that's what rolling stone had um but now we'll move for you for take care because you had enough yeah. to take care in the number seven spot yeah, I, I, I didn't realize just how big Drake was. And so I'm really glad I finally got to actually digest a, an actual album of his. Right. Really songs. Like, I, I think I remember saying before we reviewed it, I don't think I know anything by Drake. Mm. And, uh, and to have that sort of knowledge is, is really great. Um, but I think I, I also realized, similar, to, I think, to Kanye, I love his production but I'm not terribly intrigued by his his uh, vocalization. Okay, sure, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he does some incredibly catchy things with the way that his music is produced. Um, but not it doesn't draw me in enough to want to go back. So I'll I'll say mine next, but uh, I, I want to preamble it with this the. <laughs> The, the, the last three of these ten were pretty easy for me. Okay. The first one or two or three were came pretty easy. And the middle was really hard. And a really huh. hard I think I could shuffle around anyway. And a lot of them I was like, oh, did I like it that much? Or did I like it more than that? I feel like I should have liked that more. Why is that yeah. so low? Yeah. So I just kind of mm-hmm. stuck with it. So we can talk with that. So this is where I've got Lucinda Williams' Car Wheels on Gravel Road. I feel a little bad for having it this low because we had such a great conversation. (laughs) We had such a great conversation with Pia and with Sue and I don't know. I think I wanted to like it more, but maybe I need more time with it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's really good. It's really relaxed. It's got a great sound. Um, Maybe it's not my thing. Maybe there's still some of that voice echoing that when, you know, Lil Affair came out and we had this, this male mm-hmm. <laughs> aversion oh we can't listen to chick music you know maybe there's some of that that's lingering in the back of my brain i, I don't know but um mm-hmm. i'm still looking forward to listening to this more i've actually got it in my headphones right now because i wanted to hmm. just have it in there um this is where i put car wheels on a gravel road and i think that don't let the number seven spot uh think that it's the the seventh worst sure. album because because it's a great album and it's a great and like you deal. said there's a bunch here that are toss-ups for you yeah and and yeah. i mean again this is an artist that i've never been exposed to ever you know so maybe mm-hmm. i need more time and, and i think i think it's something i could love and and i also struggle too i want to put it more because we had a conversation with two people who have a, a great emotional and personal connection to this music so it's like oh man i Part of me is like, I want to have that too. And it's like, well, no, I don't have that. Like, yeah. that's not mine. That's don't theirs. Force it. Exactly. Yep. Right. So anyways, I, that's some of my struggle in all of this. But um, that's where I put that. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll leave it at that for now. Um, 
Number six spot for Rolling Stone was Automatic for the People by R.E.M. Um, I'll go. I'll go here. Uh, okay. This is where I put Master of Puppets by Metallica. Now, oh, I I don't listen to hardly any metal at all. So I don't know how much I would actually listen to this. I might listen to Car Wheels more than I would come back to this, but this album mm-hmm. is is wild, like just awesome. It's like it's like just getting like exactly what Peter said, just getting smacked in the face over and over and over <laughs> again for you know for, the, for for eight tracks or ten tracks or whatever it was. Um, and and Peter helping us understand more of the musicianship of it, the genius of it, the the theory. Um, way more theory and and thoughtfulness and um structure and everything behind it um the uh, the composition of it really surprised me there was so much more to it than i thought and peter really helped us understand that and i really really appreciate that appreciated that about our conversation and it helped me appreciate it more so i think it's amazing i will listen to it again um my kids are into it asher has pulled out my electric guitar last night and wanted to mess around on that and i heard him playing uh i heard him playing the the master puffets riff no way <laughs> huh. it's so cool funny. learning that you know a little slower but still really really fun playing with you know they've the kids have mucked around on on our acoustic guitars but never played you know push the push the distortion button you know, see what <laughs> you know it's kind of cool so anyways i've got it here I, I could have it a little lower because it's not really a genre I love. I could have it a little higher because I think it's really, really a really special and awesome album and full of that power and that fire and all that cool stuff. So anyways, it's um, that's a tough one. And we've talked about this before, an album that you really appreciate and, re- and really see how good it is and you like it, but it's just not one that's in your regular kind of wheelhouse yeah. of listening. That's, that's how I feel about this. Um. I'm going to turn it over before I keep rambling. This is where you've got um, Jimi Hendrix, Axis, Bold as Love. Uh, Hendrix, uh, like, you know, this is the third album we've done by Hendrix and considered, you know, one of the greatest guitarists ever. Um, and you and you bumped this down a little bit. So tell us about, uh, about Axis, Bold as Love here. Yeah, um, I think this is my least favorite of the three Hendrix oh, albums really? we've listened oh, wow. to. Okay. Um, a bit, bit more experimental certainly than um, their debut. Yeah. Uh, really cool production, but yes. as I am looking at its title, I, 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 none of the tracks are coming back to me. It's like, oh, but that's on there. Um, and usually when that happens, that's, you know, I, I know it's good, but nothing was holding on or, or lasting in in, <laughs> in my uh, journey through it. So. It sort of sticks in the middle. I don't want to drop it down because I know that there's good, there's brilliance there. Um, but it's sort of flavorless, that not 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 sticking with me long enough, I guess. Um, the, the, I empathize a little bit with your uh, challenge of these middle few albums here. Mm-hmm. Um, this one just felt like a, I think it was probably the last one I put in. So I had my bottom four, my top five, and oh, there's one left. Guess it goes here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, like it maybe says more about how I ranked these than you know actually that it belongs here. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Um, 
I'd like to go. I'd like to go next, and, and I'll tell you why in a second. So, number ninety-five, fifth spot for Rolling Stone was "Take Care." Drake, um, this is where I've got "Automatic for the People" by REM. Um, yeah, I, oh, I see that you really <laughs> like this. So, I would make a lot of the same comments that you just made about Axis Boldest Love. I mm, don't okay. remember. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of the tracks. Now, I don't. I know you. This is a very um, nostalgic album for you. You've listened to it a lot, especially in your college university years and um i have next to no experience with it i knew, yeah I knew yeah a few of the songs i knew you know drive i knew um uh, man on the moon there's one other big one there i think um but i didn't really know the rest uh, a cool album but one i need to spend more time with um and i don't have some of those memories and um rem is one of those fans that like i like but i i, I never really get into so um Again, I, I I could bump this down a few because I, I don't know. I haven't really been inspired to come back to it yet, but sure. I do like it. It was good. It is, again, in the genre of things, you know, the style of music that I like to listen to. But um, it's, it's fascinating for me to hear you talk about that album as not having much memorable stuff on it um, because I... It's one of those albums for me that I know what song comes next before it even starts playing. Right. Yes. And I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if some of the nostalgia um, has propped it up beyond the era it came out of. I, like I, I think I remember you yeah, referencing okay. that it sounds like a '90s alternative album. Yeah. And you know, it's a, it's sort of risen above um, its era in some ways for me. So anyway. It's just fascinating to, for two guys who sort of were born around the same time to experience something so vastly um, mm-hmm. differently yeah. in the same moment in time is, is, is pretty yeah. interesting. I'm really curious about your choice here for the number five. <laughs> Darkness well, on the Edge of Town. Bruce and, and the reason yeah, I say that, if yeah. you're new to this, uh, Ben um, has talked a lot about how he's such a huge fan of Born to Run um, mm-hmm. uh, quickly became one of his favorites, one of his top ten. Uh, and you did say in our review that you were not immediately smitten right. by this Darkness album. So so talk us through that a bit. Uh, yeah, Darkness on the Edge of Town. I, I really liked this album a lot. It didn't grab me right away. And I think our conversation with Greg bumped it up slightly in my head. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I think had I looked at this list before we began, I probably would have put it in my top three. But having it here at five reminds me that there are two albums here that I did not expect to have as much enjoyment with okay. still to right. come. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's here almost apologetically because... I got surprised by a couple here, and they wound okay. up. Okay, oh, that's just, exciting! Just slightly edging, edging it out. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I like this one that. more than uh, a, a, a couple of the other Springsteen albums I've I've listened to that are not on this list. But it, it doesn't come anywhere close to, um, you know, that that Springsteen album, <laughs> right. Born to Run, that I have in in my personal top ten. So, um, yeah, it's it's unfortunately stuck here at number five. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, number four, where Rolling Stone has Funhouse by the Stooges. Um, and I'm going to go here, uh, which will make sense for what's coming next. 
Um, this is where I had Jimi Hendrix experience Axis Bold as Love. Uh, yeah, I, you know, maybe again, this is one I need to switch around a bit. I don't, I haven't come back to it, but like part of me wants to say, and I don't know, there's this guitarist or teen in me, but it's Jimmy, <laughs> but it's Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's Jimmy. Well, but maybe I mean, that's I, why I had it as high as I did too for an album I don't really remember. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like it, I couldn't put it any lower. <laughs> right. right. So, I mean, I, I'm, I listened to a lot of John Mayer, um, you know, especially his first handful of albums. I still like John Mayer, his music, that is. Um, and two of the songs on this album are two that he's covered on his oh, albums. I talked yes, about yes. that. Hmm. So, like, I really like those songs. There's other songs I like. Um, I like this album more than um, Electric Ladyland. Um, I, that was a little too experimental for me. This is experimental, but not as much. Um, it's my second favorite. Um, I still think Are You Experience is my favorite. Uh, so yeah, it's good. Um, it's it's really good. I mean, he's he's just amazing. So, um, but but I do have to be in the mood for it. So um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again, I could these the. I think the next three are pretty firmly in the top three, but the last four that I talked about, I I think you could shuffle around in any way, and I, I would be comfortable yeah. with them. They're almost on equal equal playing ground in different ways for me. Um, Okay, now we get into some of our favorites here. Uh, I want to hear what you had here, because one spot up, I had the same album. So go, 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 go. This is so fun to tackle with our daughters. (laughs) Yeah, um, it was a lot. Red, uh, that was just, I don't know, it's definitely an an episode of ours that will have a a nice place in my heart just for the conversation. My mom actually texted me this week and said, I didn't know Annika liked Taylor Swift so much. I like her too. We need to talk about this more. Oh, wow, really? Your mom. Your mom is the Swifty. (laughs) Swifties are hiding everywhere. Um, That's great. uh, So that was was neat to hear. Uh, And... Yeah, I, I, I think this has sparked me maybe more than any of the other artists that we've looked at in this block of 10 to think like, Ooh, what else might there be out there that I could get into? Um, you know, we spent maybe more time than usual going over her album arc uh, simply because of the ownership disputes and her Taylor's versions yeah. and things like that. So maybe that nudged me to, to you know, consider some of these other things that are out there and um, have a little fun with it um it also feels kind of neat to be surprised by something so recent i think right. we both admit from time to time that we've settled into the music that we like and right yeah um and when we're surprised uh it's often like something that came out a long time ago that like takes us by surprise that we've never heard of before but when it's a newer artist and they surprise me i think that's even maybe a bigger shock where i'm like oh right this is current. Like, why haven't I <laughs> gotten into this before if I like it this much? So, um, yeah, that was that's a bit rambly, but that's why I have it here at the fourth spot. That's great. And this is one of the albums that surprised you? Yes, this is one of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. the two albums here in this top four that uh, okay. I didn't expect to be this high. And um, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it now as well. <laughs> Um, uh, number three, Rolling Stone has Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott. Uh, this is where I had read. Now, um, so I guess it's safe to say, like, you liked it a lot more than you thought you would. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, that's really cool. I guess for me, uh, 
you know, I don't need to listen to this album because Taylor is always on in our house, like all the time and in the car. <laughs> so like I, so I was familiar with so much of this music having not intentionally listened to the album, um, but going and listening to it going, man, this is a good album. Like this is good music. Yeah. Um, just straight up, straight up good music. Um, it's fun. There's some emotional stuff. There's heart wrenching stuff. There's fun stuff. There's pop. There's a little country. Uh, it's a great album. Um, mm-hmm. And I think in terms of her um, ability as an artist musician, she was still just, <laughs> just, just scratching the surface. I right, mean, it was her right. fourth. Now she just released her 10th album last year and she's just exploded in terms of popularity. Right. And as a businesswoman, Lily talked a lot about it. Uh, ben, uh, you, you, you said a couple things to dive deeper. I would highly recommend her two um, albums from 2020 that she released folklore and evermore that are sister albums um mm-hmm. it's it's not country it's not pop it's it's way more chill we got really that indie folk vibe to a lot of it which yeah. i know you're into um and i think those are two albums you would really enjoy uh if you're looking to go experience taylor more uh, you know uh lover and then midnights which just came out are a lot more on the pop side of it still really really good um anyways uh so yeah that's what i had read and you know of course uh we're listening to taylor all the time all my family loves it especially my my wife and my daughter but all four of us do um (laughs) so that's where we had that so let's do let's go to number two the rolling stone had access bold as love by oh i don't think did i do uh car wheels oh you gotta do yours I'm so sorry. You gotta you do your number three. I'm so sorry. This is an important album. Okay, no, we merged go, from red to red. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, Ben. I'm, number three. Uh, here's where I had Car Wheels. This is my other surprise for my top okay. four. Uh, right. I, I yeah. knew nothing about Lucinda Williams, much oh, to my yeah. chagrin. And um, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've listened to this a few more times since we talked with Pia and Susan. And uh, yeah. I, it's just a lovely album and, and one that I, I like having in my back pocket is something I can put on uh, and know that it's going to be good from beginning to end and right. I'll enjoy it and I can have it on in the background and enjoy it. I can listen more intentionally and enjoy it. Uh, it's music that the rest of the family will not mind, maybe even like okay. as well. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, all those things make it make for a good uh, fit for the top three here. Um, uh, surprising. Uh, spot here but and maybe i i probably could have swapped this with red um had either one in this number three spot mm-hmm. number four spot but uh that's where i wound up putting it and we like to be diverse and a little um yeah un- unintentionally but uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um that's cool and, and it's so cool to hear um about that news the new surprising things that you found. Yeah. I, I guess this next one kind of surprised me too. So this is now mm-hmm. I said into the number two is bold number as two. love. Uh, but mine is uh, darkness on the edge of hound by Bruce Springsteen. Now, historically wow. I haven't been a massive Bruce Springsteen's fan. I didn't love born to run. I thought it was oh, good. But you said, do you I like this really, one better than I born really to run. like this album a lot? Yeah. And I've come back to it a few times. Really it's, interesting. Uh, oh man. Some <laughs> of the feel of it, you know, the, the promised land and, um, Badlands, like I love that feel. I love all the, the yeah. instrumentation, the the guitar, the organ, um, wicked guitar solos. And as we talked with Greg, you know, uh, 
uh, Stevie, Stevie Van Zandt and Bruce Springsteen playing right. just awesome right. guitar solos. Clarence Clemens, of course, you know, all these guys, man, it's fun. Some of the songs are a little, a little cheesy, I guess. Um, we talked about some issues with some of them, but, um, it's a lot of fun. And I think, again, part of the reason I have this high is the surprise. Like I didn't, I was like, kind of like, okay, let's see what this this other Bruce album is about. You know, it's probably going to be very much the same as the other Bruce album. It's the boss is the boss and it's kind of all the same. Right. And right. we talked, we talked about kind of having this, um, this uh, preconceived opinion of Bruce Springsteen when we were younger, you know, it's born yeah. in the USA and it's, yeah. you know, that's what this, that's what this guy's all about. And so I guess I kind of had that, idea yeah. going into this one as well and i would turn it on right away i was like "Ooh, i like this <laughs> this is yeah this, right this is this is not what i thought it would be this is great and i just <laughs> i was like okay okay just come on let's keep going and i kept going i was like i love this it's great so anyways yeah another cool surprise for me um so you're number two uh let's hear it would you this have is where this is where I have music from Big Pink, and I, I just looked back when we did our re-ranking of the 31 to 40 albums. Um, yeah. In the original slot, I had it as my second favorite album in that block as well. So I don't know. Oh, they, yeah, there's yeah. something consistent here about that. I love this album. I don't like it quite as much as um, their self-titled Brown album, but it's just so good. And um, yeah, I, I'm glad we got to revisit it again. Uh, it was kind of fun and fitting to have it as our number one 100 album, even if it is yeah. fallen off much too much for our liking. Yeah. Um, yeah, easy, easy choice here to have it up this high. Well, and that okay, we moved to number one, which what 91 was Darkness on the Edge of Town for Springsteen. This is where I had music for Big Pink. I, I listen to this album a lot. I mm. still think I like the Brown album a little better, um, but they're both very, very good. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, I listen to this all the time. It's uh, the band has just become such a special group for me, um, and it was it was uh, a clear choice. <laughs> uh, the, everything else I kind of wrestled with a bit, um, except for the last few. But this one, it was like right away. Yeah, I know. I, I and I, I think I just every time I listen to it, I like it a little more. The songs that I wasn't so keen on when I first started listening to it, like uh, the opening track, I I didn't like at first. Um, Tears of Rage, and now, you know, I I love every bit of it. So um, that's a special one for me. Uh, but we've got one more album to discuss. You're one number more. one. You're number one, and I'm really interested. And I apologize. I always feel bad when. When uh, when you know when I rank your favorite album a little lower, it was uh, no, me, but, not surprising. But, and and I'm, you know I already yeah, said anecdotally, um, you know your experience of automatic for the people is going back to the '90s to listen to something, whereas mine has much more nostalgia right. along for yeah. the ride. You don't have um, to go back as far because you listened to it, absolutely. you know, in the early 2000s and then <laughs> and then since, right? So. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the album I easily the album I've listened to the most out of this list. And, and okay. that familiarity I'm sure plays a huge role in why I put it here. It's an album I continue to want to put on. Uh an album that uh was kind of neat to uh you know, sort of bittersweet, I guess, to discover the love and appreciation of a really interesting and and incredible guy who passed away and then to mm-hmm 
get to know Scott because of that was kind of a neat yeah, way uh, for this podcast to, to connect around storytelling as well. Um, yeah. Really and special, so a, special conversation. Yeah. And so, so grateful to Scott for sharing Absolutely. that, that uh, friendship relationship we had and, and sharing yeah. more about, uh, about uh, Michael with us was, was really, really right. wonderful. Thank you, yep. Scott, again, for, for sharing the time with us. It's, you know, usually the first thing I do when I'm looking at these blocks of 10 is say, okay, any easy number ones? And shoop, yeah, my eyes were drawn right to it. <laughs> that's uh, yep. that's one I don't go. even have to think about. So yeah. there it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our 10. You know, uh, feel free to to tell us what we got right, what we got wrong. Leave us a message, <laughs> post a comment, um, you know, on our posting on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Uh, but that's how we redid them. Um, a, a really fun group of 10. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a whole handful that I'm like, ah, I just don't know what to do with this. And really, even the ones that I put near the bottom, I still thought they were good. Yeah. Just not, just not my favorite. So yeah, a really fun group of 10, some new stuff, some familiar stuff. Um, just, uh, you know, jumping from, jumping from genre to genre, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, back and yeah, forth. A lot, a lot of pivoting. Yeah. To classic rock, to 90s uh, alt country, to metal, yeah. um, mm-hmm. country pop, <laughs> just everything. Heartland rock. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so next part, if you're new to this, we go back and we look at all the albums we've done. We spend a little time reviewing, and we see if any of these albums make our top 10 of all the albums we've reviewed, which is now 100 albums on this list, <laughs> and see if that list, that, um, you know, the past 10 change at all. Because sometimes I look back and I go, ah, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll shuffle them around a bit. So let's see right. what we got here. Now, um, it's been I was a looking- few re-ranks before we, uh, since we last had an album make the cut right right so i'm looking and if i'm reading correctly did you change yours you did a little bit yeah um not a drastic change uh pet sounds is an album that's been on as long as we've been doing this block of albums and what i what dawned on me this time was i think that's there for an appreciation rather than how much I want to return to that album. Sure. Uh, it's seminal in a lot of ways, influenced a lot of people. It's an incredible album and one that I own and, and like to listen to, but automatic for the people gets listened to far more than pet sounds in, <laughs> in my house. And so that was sort of where I started thinking, okay, well automatic for the people deserves to be on here, but where pet sound pet sounds had been in my sixth spot, I believe. Yeah. And initially I was like, well, just maybe slot it in there. But, you know, as I started to hold it up against some other stuff, Born to Run, the band's Brown album, I thought, I I think I want it behind those. And for whatever reason, the day that I slotted it in, I felt like Tapestry and Intervisions were okay after it. So it's not often that an album gets added in such a strange way, but uh, I took out, you know, a middle of the pack album to slot in one in the, in the eighth spot, I guess here now. Okay. Um, but yeah, just a slight tweak. And I'm noticing here now you've sort of done something similar. Oh, I did, it's, I, it's not from this <laughs> list. <laughs> I, I, um, 
I looked at it and I was going to leave it. And then I decided to change one thing. And then it, it's, it uh, just went, it all pull fell that, apart. Well, that one, <laughs> pull that one little thread and it just unravels. So, um, that's funny. So two albums I removed for kind of the same reason. I thought, you know what? I don't listen to these. So one huh. was Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Huh. It's an amazing album. I don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, why is it here? Right. It's an awesome album. One of the best ever. Number one, two-time back-to-back yeah, champion. Back-to-back. <laughs> you know? Um, yep. And the other one was Zeppelin IV. Zeppelin IV. Oh, my gosh. What a, what a, what a titan of an album. I don't listen yeah. to it. Yeah. I haven't in a long time. So there was two albums I put on. One from this list, music for Big Pink. I thought, man, I listen to that so much. It's got to be on my top 10. It has to be. And then I put it up actually in the seventh spot because I realized I listened to it more than some of the other albums. Huh. Another one was from a while ago. I think it was uh, album number 63. And as I looked back, I went back through all of them. I went back through this whole, I scanned through all the last <laughs> years. Are there any albums that I listened to a lot? And one You've overlooked Steely Dance Asia. I listened wow. to that a lot. I listened to it a lot. <laughs> so I was like, it's got to be on here. And wow. I realized I listened to both of those albums more than I listened to Carol King's Tapestry, which I'm still not ready to let go of yet because it's such a great album. Yeah. And Jimi Hendrix's Are You Experience, which is just hanging on at number 10 for the longest time. I almost <laughs> bumped it. I almost bumped it. But it's just pretty awesome. Wow. And I shuffled a few other huh. things around. And one of the things is I thought, why have I got three Beatles albums? Okay, in the yeah. Top? And so I bumped one. But then I put... <laughs> a band album and i've already got another band album so i've got i've got two album two bands taking up four spots in the top 10 so i still maybe there could be more diversity or maybe said something about me so yeah um so i moved and then i moved a couple things around based on like abbey road was in my number four spot but i moved it down to six because i don't listen to it as much Mm. as as uh the brown album okay and yeah. uh rumors and rumors one on vinyl and my youngest kid asks me a lot if we're gonna put on an album it's almost always rumors really interesting yes. hmm. hey you we're we're cooking or we're doing something you want to put on a record uh yeah rumors can we do rumors <laughs> sure so we listen to that a lot and i love it my kid loves it so it's there um do you want to read through them i we we just about named them all there, um, but not in not in order. Not in not in order. <laughs> sure. Yeah. OCD. Uh, starting, wigging at, starting at the top, uh, okay. my my favoriteest album of these hundred, I guess, "Songs in the Key of Life" by Stevie Wonder. Um, then uh, Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On," Joni Mitchell's "Blue," uh, Fleetwood Mac's "Rumors," mm-hmm. Beatles' "Abbey Road," Springsteen's "Born to Run," the band's Brown album, "Automatic for the People," new entry, and Cal King's Tapestry and Stevie Wonder's Inner Visions, which, yeah, like you said, with Are You Experienced, just hanging sort on. of hanging on there at 10. Yeah. I, I, boy, it it's not too long ago. I think prior to hearing Songs in the Key of Life, where it was like near the top of my list, and it's interesting yeah. to see it sort of slipping down <laughs> there in danger of falling it's, off if I add something else. But it's the Stevie Wonder um, bookends of your list. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. The bookends. <laughs> Um, what what an awesome group of ten albums! My goodness. Well, it's hard to go wrong with oh my any of these hundred, I guess, right? Or any of these ninety nine, uh, I should say. Eh. <laughs> eh. that's another conversation. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go from ten to one just to be difficult and okay, different. Yep. Um, as I'm apt to be. 
Um, so move the spreadsheets in your minds, everybody. Yeah, sure. Number 10, um, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix Experience, Are You Experienced? Number nine, Carol King's Tapestry. Number eight, uh, Steely Dan's Asia. Man, I love that album. Um, yeah. Uh, the band, music from Big Pink, The Beatles' Abbey Road. Fleetwood Max Rumors, number four, is the band's self-titled album, The Brown Album. Uh, Joni Mitchell's Blue at number three. Number two, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Come on, man. And my number one album, which you don't have on your list, which is fine because I did the same for your number one album. Uh, the, the Beatles' Revolver is still my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, Good there's some overlap too. there, but if you took all those albums and made a made a stack of those yeah. records whoa i, <laughs> I feel cool? good owning any of those <laughs> yeah it's yeah. awesome um so cool so great so we got 10 more we're gonna do and yeah. i noticed something uh when looking through this list of 10 now we haven't really done this in a list of 10 talked about how many of those album how many of those artists we've seen live i went back mm. through and i don't think there was an ever a case where either one of us had seen more than one in a group of 10. And in fact, I think it's possible that the only bands we've seen live so far from the list are the Rolling Stones and ACDC. I don't think we've seen any others. I I didn't see any that I thought that either me or you had seen unless I'm missing something, but I don't think, um, I don't think we have. So in this group of 10, I've actually seen two. Wow. And you know one, um, the Rolling Stones, we saw it together. And you actually, before we started recording, mentioned that you realized the second one was De La Soul. We saw De La Soul. <laughs> I'll tell a really quick story. I'll probably tell it again when we do it. Um, we went to a music festival in 2017 in the summer called the Big Festival. And it was a food and music festival um, north of Aurelia. And uh, it's something that happened in the UK. They brought over here. That only happened once in Canada. But there was all sorts of local bands. There was some other big names. Uh, ben Harper was there. Weezer, OK Go, the Strumbellas, like lots of bands. Uh, Fred, uh, not Fred Penner. Uh, yeah, Fred Penner was there. Um, a huge, <laughs> a huge children's artist from Canada, beloved from when we were growing up. Uh, Gen Zs and older millennials will absolutely love him. And... Um, the last night, I think it was the third last band, was De La Soul. And uh, their hip-hop act, and they were playing. And after one of their first few tracks, uh, it was a song that had a particular amount of, of cussing in it. A, a, a good amount of cuss words. And then okay. um, they finished the song. And it was a very, uh, you got to understand, it was, a, it was a family event. Tons of families, you know, very, very calm. Uh, so they finished the song, and they were chatting amongst themselves. And one of them came to the mic and said, uh, uh, "Listen, it was just brought her attention that this is a this is a family weekend and a family event, and uh, uh, we swear a lot. So we're really sorry about that. <laughs> I don't think they modified any of their songs after, but they recognized that, like it maybe wasn't the crowd that they were used to <laughs> playing to. You know, a bunch of." Um, middle-class suburban white people mostly listening to uh, <laughs> a hip-hop 
act with roots into the 80s. Uh, that's, and, that's and, hilarious. And wow. The album we're going to discuss is from 89. So, like, they're an act that's been around for a long time. I really didn't and still don't know much of them. They were, they were awesome. They were very entertaining. Tons of great energy. Um, and even my kids got up and were dancing around. Um, they were much younger at the time. Um, as we prepared for OK Go and Weezer to come on, we listened to uh, the fun, soulful R&B hip-hop sounds of De La Soul. So it was uh, that's that's, awesome. that's kind of my fun memory. Well, I'm sure I'll and, bring that up again. And really fascinating because I think this this upcoming album of theirs doesn't have an explicit lyrics warning on it. I oh. think there's only one song that gets flagged. Well, by Spotify, so they're they're relatively clean. At least they were at this time, album. So. <laughs> Well, we've yeah, talked that's, about that's that. So funny, huh? We have talked about that band. I don't want to get too deep yeah. into it. Uh, that it's not until you get into the early '90s, like '92, and you get start into to change Wu Tang Clan, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dog. Nas, Biggie, you get a lot more cursing. Lot the more acts more. we've listened to in the night in the '80s: uh, Eric B. and Rakim. Mm-hmm. Um, Public Enemy uh, and some other ones in the 80s. Really yeah. not much cussing at all. Yeah. Um, a Tribe Called well, Quest in the very early 90s. Then you get into NWA and the other ones I talked about, there's a lot more cursing. Well, I was going to say we maybe need a, a, a guest for this, but you're an yeah. expert having seen them live, so um, we, we won't <laughs> need one. Say that. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> yeah, like, like I, and again, unless I've got it wrong, that might only be, that might only be the third artist well i'm i I always feel a little bit weird including this but i was at the philadelphia stage of live eight and as you were saying that i i was just thinking man there were some pretty artists there let me see Um, jay-z the eagles jay-z okay uh kanye yeah uh Beyonce, know, right? Beyonce, Beyonce was not at that stage. Oh, she wasn't? Was she at another stage? Apparently not. Oh. Uh, Stevie Wonder. I would have oh. never been able to say that I'd seen Stevie Wonder before. but um, So, so yes, I've seen a few of these from okay, a very far distance. I forgot uh, that you were at that. <laughs> Do you remember think... seeing Stevie Wonder there? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can make up a memory, I'm sure. It, you know, oh. all these artists were like on a screen. I like the closest we got to the stage was still pretty far back. It was, you know, it was an urban concert where, you know, we were sort of wandering most of the day just trying to figure okay. out where we were in the city, but um, so and and a mixture of like they would have live feed from around the world too so some of the stuff was just pre-recorded or not pre-recorded but but not we were watching bands from around the world while we were there too so a very different kind of concert experience um interesting uh we so the ones that you were thinking of were acdc and the rolling stones yeah those are the two from the okay yeah 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 we saw them together at we saw them together I guess they were on a screen, but we could see the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Half a million people there. And we right. were pretty far back, but pretty far back. We could see what about was as going close back. as I think I got it live eight. And maybe okay. a little bit closer than that. But um <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for this this block. There's uh I don't know, um a lot of stuff it feels like that I oh, don't know much about. Um Same. and some things that I'm really excited to tackle. I've already started listening to that De La Soul album and it's pretty cool. And uh, yeah. um, there's another one here uh, who I have seen live. Fiona Apple um, came out oh, and played no with, uh, with the Watkins 
siblings, Sean and Sarah um, of Nickel Creek when we used yeah. to go and see them live in, in California. So I've seen okay. at least her perform for a couple of songs uh, at a live concert. So <laughs> we've so got this, some, we've some both interesting seen yeah. Uh, yeah, artists in this block here coming up. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't want to say too much more about it, uh, you know, taking yeah. away from our actual episodes, but um It'll be fun. Yeah, a lot, and a good mix of, of genres again, of yep. albums and artists we're familiar and some that I've never even heard of. There's an artist yep. coming up and I won't say now, but that I, I I would have to Google right now to tell you anything <laughs> about them. I don't know anything yep. about them. So anyways. And um, another Canadian. And we've got a Joni album. Uh, Joni yeah. album. Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited. It's, it's great. the last one of this block at 10, but boy, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Court and Spark is an album I have, and it is it's good. It's beautiful. So, anyways, um, listen, thanks for sticking around. I yeah. hope you enjoy some of our rambling and some, chatting yeah. about that. I hope that's fun for you. Um, and you know, if you want to be a part of that, you know, get involved. <laughs> you know, post something to us. And yeah. and like we said, you know, we uh it's not an overly prestigious podcast. <laughs> I think the the, the 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 chance the the chance that if you reached out to us and said you wanted to be a guest the chance that we would say yes to you is very high <laughs> I want to say a hundred percent but like really close to a hundred percent so um, if, if that's something that you're interested in if you're like hey I've never been on a podcast that'd be fun just drop us a line <laughs> there's an album coming up that I really like I'd love to hey come on join us it's fun perfect um, thanks again to all our guests. In this last 10, it was great to have your voices and, and to share your experiences. We, we absolutely, you know, we have a lot of fun, the two of us, but um, oh boy, it's sure fun to have a guest or even two, as we did twice in this group of 10, <laughs> to have two guests join us. Um, it's a blast. So anyways, um, thanks to all our guests. Uh, thanks to, to those listening. And um, Ben, here we go again, another 10. Woohoo! Can't wait. All right. We'll, we'll see you next time uh, um, when we get back. And we're not sure how soon, but when we do, it will weeks, be to, to talk about one we've actually talked about before. We'll uh, rejoin you with our review of Led Zeppelin's self-titled album from 1969. Okay. Until that time, we hope you continue to be well. We hope you take care of yourselves and those around you. And we certainly hope you continue to follow. We hope <laughs> what I want to say is we hope you join us again right here next time on the Sound Logic Podcast. Take care and thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our Sound Logic Podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.